if you're waiting for confidence, it's not going to come. <laughs> if you're waiting yeah. for the day when you wake up and you have confidence, it may not ever come. Be aware of that. But if you do small things and experience, you know, small bits of success and celebrate those pieces of success, it is going to build up your motivation and your confidence. So rather than waiting for your confidence, do something. Yo guys, it's me again, your optimistic yet essentialist friend, Jay Christ. You are listening in another awesome episode of The Design Live Show. In this episode, I'm super excited to chat with Julius Serrano. Julius is a consultant and a mentor to high-performing IT professionals who make the internet a more inclusive place. Outside his work in the field of accessibility, Julius serves as a personal development speaker. He combines 30 years of his life experiences with more than 10 years of public speaking to deliver talks that help you transform your life. In this episode, we talk about his amazing ground-up story, overcoming adversity, the importance of accessibility, and his new passion project on being a personal development speaker, and much, much more. So make sure guys to stick around until the end and one of the best things that we uh, talk about here as well in this podcast episode is the hour of accessibility. I did a session with Julius which is uh, you know which is really really great. It turns out really great and uh, he gave me uh, more clarity about uh, the accessibility issues of, of my website, of my of my shop, right? And uh, I think that's the most important thing uh You'll have, you will have the actionable steps and that you can get right to really make your uh, works better, right? And uh, if you want to learn more, make sure to DM Julius. Uh, I put the links on our show notes below. And uh, yeah, just just let just let him know that uh, uh, you've heard him on the podcast. And uh, so yeah. Uh, I think we uh, I think that's it. I don't want to waste your time anymore. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of TDLS. And I'm super stoked right now, and we're currently uh, recording this uh, at the at the at a.m. or uh, at the morning, uh, and uh, I'm here with Julius Serrano. So. We we're gonna share a lot of cool stuff here, and probably you'll learn. Uh, you'll you will learn a, a ton f- uh, from from my guests right now. So, and Julius is from uh, is currently living in NC. So, Julius, without further ado, how are you, man? Uh, how's the weather in NC right now? Fantastic. Hello, Jay Christ, and hello to everybody watching the Design Live Show. I'm so honored to be here. Here in New Zealand, it is currently the weather is currently fine. It's it's sunny. It's not very windy, so we are enjoying the fine weather, considering that it's approaching winter. 
we're just enjoying the sunshine right now. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Here, here, in, the, in, here in the Philippines, it's, it's, it's really sunny right now at the moment. Uh, but probably it will, go, <laughs> it will rain in the in the afternoon so uh anyway julius just to give context in this episode for those who are listening uh, for those who haven't heard julius serrano who is julius serrano julius serrano is an accessibility consultant first and foremost this means that i am a consultant and a mentor to high performing it professionals who make the internet a more inclusive place a more accessible place. Outside being an accessibility consultant, I also provide personal development talks to people. So personal development speeches and workshops um, about topics such as motivation, influence, persuasion, and living a more fulfilled life. Wow, that's really cool. And actually, the domain of the podcast as well, uh, the Design Life Show. So, at the name, uh, with the name that's suggesting is to really design what, uh, uh, what the what our listeners are really want to create, right? So, design the life they really want and design the life that they really deserve. So, it's uh, for me, it's a life works of me and. It's been, uh, you know, it's been a while now. I think I'm running it for over three years now, and uh, and it's really uh, getting a lot of engagement and getting a lot of, uh, you know, uh, good feedback from the community. And well, yeah, Julius, I'm really interested or interested with uh, with with you guys to the, uh, you know, to make the web more inclusive. So. I have this. Uh, I have this quote, or maybe uh, it's just a it's just a random quote from me that pop up on my head. That uh, uh-huh. you you can talk inclusivity with with I know with an exclusive audience. So it, yeah, obviously there's a there's a wordplay there. So th- with with your perspective, what is inclusivity? And for those who haven't heard this word, maybe some some who are listening haven't really you know. Uh, really talking about or reading about uh, about inclusivity. What's 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 the main thing about inclusivity? Inclusivity. It's all about making sure that you and the content and the information and the data that you create are. Um, can be enjoyed, understood, perceived, and used by as many people as possible, regardless of ability, regardless of learning level, and regardless of their, um, more or less, regardless of ability and learning level, actually. Gotcha. So, uh, what's your... uh Right now, at, at the moment, right? So you, you are offering the hour of accessibility. What, what, what's the main why about that? Why, why you know, uh, what's your internal motivations to really uh, go on that, on that direction, uh, create more inclusive uh, web, right? Or more inclusive internet or, you know, world as, as we know it. What's, what's, your, what's the why behind that? First of all, the, um, I appreciate that you, you brought up the hour of accessibility, uh-huh. Jake Christ. Um, I, I appreciate that. Thank you for bringing that up. The hour of accessibility is a 
an action-packed 60 minutes wherein I get to meet virtually with designers, developers, everybody, anybody who is interested in making their content accessible. The why behind that is that I have a dream of in which mm-hmm. most, if not all, content created by Filipino web designers and web creators and mm-hmm. website owners are accessible to people with disabilities, not only in the Philippines, but mm-hmm. all around the world. I, my dream is, is to be able to have you know, Filipino web content become one of the most accessible pieces of, um, webs, uh, pieces of web content in the world. And um, the why, also the why behind that is because I am a person with a, with a disability myself. Mm-hmm. So I know how difficult it is. I know how challenging it is mm-hmm. when there's web content that I'm not able to access. Yeah, that makes so sense. I would like mm-hmm. you know, people with disabilities to enjoy the same amount of information as with everybody, regardless of ability. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, speaking of challenges, right? So we we talk about uh, offline the uh, overcoming adversity. So uh, I think there's a lot of you know challenges and uh, problem that needs to solve around the world, right? And uh, something uh, uh, this one that you are that you are doing is you know we we really need more people like you especially in the web uh, industry or design industry because uh, we wanted to really more inclusive and at the same time to really create impact to others right and uh, with regards to the adversity uh, and challenges what's the most or biggest challenges as a as a person with disability at the moment what's the biggest challenge that you are uh, uh, you know overcoming or maybe has overcome uh, with regards to accessing accessing contents like uh, in the world wide web oh yeah um, excellent question j christ one of the biggest i i, I can say that um, mm-hmm. there are a handful of challenges okay. um, this is the this is the main one for example i have i am a person with this with a disability i am totally blind so i use a screen reading software Mm-hmm. And screen reading, screen reading software have been very powerful, have, have become very, very powerful through the years. And uh, with that in mind, there's still some a huge responsibility when it comes to the web developers and how they design content. The biggest challenge is keyboard accessibility. As a person with a disability, I use a screen reader and I do not use the mouse. So I use the keyboard. So even if I have the screen reader, and for example, I, I'm interested in buying a specific product, mm-hmm. but the, the button to add that product to my cart can only be accessed using the mouse. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not able to tab to it using the keyboard, you know, the keyboard has a tab key, as a keyboard-only user, if I'm not able to tap to, through the, that button to add to the cart, I will not be able to perform the desired action. You know what I'm 100%. saying? 
Yeah, 100%. So that's one of the huge, uh, the biggest challenge. And it's interesting to note that it is not only blind people who use screen readers that will be affected there because you have sighted people, you know, people who do not have visual disability who cannot use the mouse because they have limited fine motor skills. So that also affects another huge group of users. So keyboard accessibility, that's one of the main challenges. You also have images that do not have proper text mm -hmm. description. Gotcha. You know, images are very prevalent in, in, in almost all web pages. So when you have an image and it does not have appropriate text description and that image is required in order for the user to understand the meaning of your information. Blind people who use screen readers will not be able to understand or perceive your content. I mean, the screen reader is there. It has mm -hmm. the ability to speak the description, but if the text description has not been provided by the content manager or the web developer, it's going to be a challenge for me. It's going mm -hmm. to be close to, uh, it's going to be quite, you know, impossible for me to understand what that image is for. Yes, 100%. And uh, actually, uh, what you are saying is kind of really boils down on empathizing to the user, right? Or to the Absolutely. end user. So probably if you're a designer, a developer, you should really develop that, uh, that uh, you know, that skill. So I think uh, we've we have a lot of content already, but uh, some of them are really half us or half big, <laughs> you know, half big yep. uh, uh, contents or maybe uh, not really accessible for for everyone. So it's it's pretty interesting to really note that, Julius, and thank you for sharing that. Um, and just to shift a little bit with regards to your journey, I, I know you you uh, you you've been a uh, you are a successful consultant now, and you are really. Uh, doing a lot of great stuff in the background, right behind the scenes. So, with, with regards to to your journey, well, uh, growing up as a PWD, and I, I I'm really interested. Always want to talk talk to people like you because there's a lot of great story that you know we can unfold, and a lot of great lessons that we can share to the community as well. Uh, growing up as as a, you know as a kid, what what what's, what has been the the journey, uh, and then how do you transition into really dig deep on on creating the web or the the world more accessible? Mm -hmm. So the journey, um, fantastic question. So the journey started uh, when uh, basically very very briefly when <laughs> when I was born, I was born nearsighted. Yes, right sure. now, I am you know. I'm right now I'm 36 years old and I'm totally blind. But when I was born up to the age 16, mm -hmm. I was nearsighted. So I, I was able, I was able to see, I was blessed. I, I, I know what colors look like. I know what my family, my friends look like during that time. But uh, yeah, it was, I, 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 st I was still able to, you know, stare at the screen during those, you know, late yeah. 90s mm -hmm. to early 90s era of computers. They were like, you know, the some CTR, of them were monochrome. Yeah, the CTR yep. kind of machines, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 
So my journey um, was filled with challenges, but also, you know, I went through a fantastic and very huge support network from my family and friends. I was able to, you know, deal with those challenges, accept them for what they are, see them as blessings, and eventually um, overcome them. And at the same time, help people who are also encountering those challenges. So high school, um, so, you know, elementary um, student, I, I, I never attended a, a, you know, a, a school for people with visual impairment. I was always there at mainstream. So I had to, like, you know, integrate myself with people who are not nearsighted. <laughs> that was always a very interesting experience because, you know, Shem, uh, people will, you know, find you quite uh, strange if you are looking at your mm -hmm. books very, very near. And, of course, um, there are, you know, students, classmates, teachers who, um, who were doing their best during that time but, you know, may not be <laughs> capable of understanding mm -hmm. and accepting a, a student who is nearsighted. Same thing happened with high school, but you know, the, uh, you know, uh, it was quite a challenge because when you are a high school student, you already had some adolescent growing pains, and then mm -hmm. you add in some, you know, specific um, challenges due to becoming nearsighted. But you know, again, through the mm -hmm. support of friends and family. I would say, you know, the, my, my support system has been my guiding light gotcha. through, through, <laughs> through my journey. So, and then you mentioned the transition. Um, uh -huh. the, 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 the turning point for me was when I completely lost my eyesight. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, 16 years old. And after, after I was 16 years old, a high school graduate, and then it, really my eyesight really deteriorated so i started the, the 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 deterioration started when you know i wasn't able to um properly read my comic books because i i, I was a huge comic book fan back then and you know the comic mm -hmm. book text you know the dialogue were relatively small so it started there yeah. i couldn't read it anymore and then until you know in a in a matter of months i guess um, I, st I i started to notice that i'm not able to uh perceive the lines of the lines and the shapes of of things and, and people so and then the colors i i started to notice that i i wasn't able to perceive colors anymore so Everything became blurry. That was a transition for me. Uh, it was a huge challenge because you were used to, you know, having little eyesight, but still you had eyesight. So it was a huge adjustment for me. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, mm, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah I, you know, it's it's kind of sometimes you will realize that uh, how how blessed uh, we are having us. Uh, having a eyesight right so having mm -hmm. the having the ability to really do what you or see what you want or uh, mm -hmm. see the the uh, 
see the face of your family, friends, right? Or see the, the beautiful surroundings or beautiful settings uh, whenever, wherever you are uh, located at. And it's, it's something that, uh, that really, for, uh, that really, you know, uh, inspiring to, 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 to hear that from you, Julius. And um, I'm, I'm really glad that you, you know, that you've overcome those challenges. Although I'm no, I, I know it's still an uphill battle battle right oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. for me as well as a as a creative or as an entrepreneur there's a lot of challenges every day that i uh, need to fix right and i can't imagine how how uh, how hard it is if you don't have uh the eyesight right and you don't have mm. the the capability to real to see the informations on my screen or on your machine or whatever you are using right and mm. uh, i think you uh i think we will boil uh, it will boils down how important accessibility right with regards to your oh, journey yes. and the challenges yes. that you you know that you've mentioned and probably a lot of developers creatives professionals out there that are listening is uh, is looking you know is looking for a solution to to make their uh, their apps or website to be more accessible so uh, with regards to that uh, can you share First, the importance of accessibility, and then how they can uh, make uh, make their apps or website to be more accessible for for a guy like you, or for those who are uh, accessing the internet with uh, with uh, uh, without having an eyesight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, fantastic. First of all, the the most important thing to to do when you want to understand web accessibility is to know what it is. You know, there are mm-hmm. a lot of resources out there for free, actually. Accessibility does not need to be expensive. Accessibility does not need to be time-consuming. And for, for you to get started, everyone, for everybody who's listening, I can say that accessibility is the practice of making web content accessible to people with disabilities. So when it comes mm-hmm. to web content, you have HTML documents, you have audio, you have video, you have PDF and other non-HTML documents. So all of those will be made accessible when you, when you start uh, your accessibility process. And when it comes to people with disabilities, you have people who are totally blind, people who are colorblind, people who have low vision, people who have... Um, hearing impairments. So you have totally deaf people and people with, who are hard of hearing. You also have people who, are, who have cognitive disabilities. You have people with learning disabilities. People who are sighted but cannot use the mouse because they have limited fine motor skills. That is one of the biggest aha moments of people who are starting to learn about accessibility. Yeah, light bulb. It's mm-hmm. not only about blind people. When you, when you make your content accessible, you will be able to make it available and usable to as many people with disabilities as possible, not just the blind. And um, so the importance of um, making your web content accessible, here are just you know, a few, some, here are just some of the benefits. You know, what's in it for you as a creative who has his or her own website or app? you will be able to make your content accessible, usable, and enjoyable to people with disabilities. People with dis- There's a huge percent. Um, 
I'm not 100% sure of the main percentage of people with disabilities around the world, mm-hmm. but they're a huge group of users and they're one of the most passionate groups of people around the world. If they find that your online store is easy to navigate and they find that they are able to place an order and um, confirm their purchase, they're going to recommend it to their other friends uh, with disabilities or without disabilities. Another benefit of um, accessible content is that it is going to be compatible with older technologies. So we have to Mm -hmm. realize that even in the Philippines, there are people with disabilities and people who do not have disabilities who are browsing their content through older browsers, who are browsing content through very slow internet connection. There are accessibility principles that also benefit people who are using using the internet via a very slow connection. So you are going to make sure that people who use older technologies and slower internet will also benefit from your content if it is accessible. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Another benefit would be search engine optimization and SEO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. usability. Yep, SEO. There are accessibility principles that also overlap with search engine optimization principles. So making your content accessible will help in ensuring that Google and other search engines will also find your web page. And finally, accessible, the last benefit is that you as a creative, as a web content provider will be able to demonstrate social responsibility. Gotcha. Your accessible content will demonstrate to everybody mm-hmm. with you know, people with disabilities, people who do not have disabilities, you are going to demonstrate that you took the time to understand people's needs, to empathize with them, and to provide content that they can use, enjoy, and contribute to. Yeah, 100%. And we need more of that, right? So we need more of that, in, not only in the Philippines, but all over the world, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting that uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, friends that uh, who can't access the, our content or access uh-huh. our apps. And it's, it's, uh, it's about time to really dig dive on, on their situation, to really understand their whys and, their, and then mm-hmm. define how you can um, modify your app or website to really yeah. access that information, that piece of content that they really need, right? And, exactly. And um, I always talk about, especially in the entrepreneurship area or entrepreneur uh, friends, that you really, uh, you know, the target market or the niche or of your mm-hmm. web apps and products are necessary to, to really uh, to, def- uh, to define it. And, and one of the benefits as well is that uh, you, you can access the 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 you know access the uh, the the targeted users right or the targeted yes. audience specifically yep. for uh, the content is really about them or for them right so mm-hmm. it's a it's a way of uh, 
to validating that uh, your product or services is really working and it's really solving a problem, right? Yep. And yeah, uh, and that's really cool, Julius. And I'm just curious with, with regards to, you know, you've, you've, uh, you've, you've defined the importance of accessibility. Do you have any special machines that you are using to really, uh, or for those who are, uh, who haven't heard or haven't heard uh, the tools or technique strategies with regards to make their app or website accessible. Do you have any special tools that, that you are using? Yes. Um, uh, the screen reader, it, gotcha. it is a software that is used mainly by blind people. Mm-hmm. I can say that it is one of the best tools to be able to check your content for, for accessibility. Um, one of the most common questions um, asked by you know, people who have their own business, people who are entrepreneurs who are establishing their web content is that, do I need to learn how to use a screen reader? Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. It is a huge help if you do, if you have the time and if you have, you know, if you're really interested in making it, in making your content accessible, but you don't have to. Uh, but it is just um, one software that people with disabilities use because, you know, it's, it's going to be very helpful if you understand how, what the technologies uh, that are you, what the technologies are that are being used by people who are who are blind, for instance. So yes, you have the screen reader. It's a type of software that speaks the highlighted text on the screen, and the main output of a screen reader is a semi-human, semi-robotic voice mm-hmm. that speaks, you know, the text. For instance, if the user is focused on the um, main content, the screen reader is going to speak the text. If there's image descriptions yeah. in the, you know, in the alt attribute, um, the, the screen reader is going to speak that. Yes. If you are fo- currently focused on a web form and the label is properly associated with the input field, the screen reader is going to speak that. So the screen reader, it's one of the best technologies to be, to at least be aware of yeah when it comes to accessible content yeah and in initially that's a is it a pre software for for those who want to really dig dive on on accessibility fantastic question j christ yes um there are lots of um types of screen readers brands actually gotcha. there are some that are expensive more mm-hmm. than a thousand dollars there are some that are free and open source. So I highly recommend that mm-hmm. you know, for people who are listening, who are interested, there are free screen reading software. Gotcha. Um, yeah. If, you know, if, is it okay to like mention a specific yeah, yeah, type sure. of free software? Yeah, okay. No so you have NVDA, Non-Visual Desktop Access. That is a free and an open source screen reader. You can download it from nvaccess.org. It's, uh, if you install the screen reader, I think there's also some user manuals that you can uh, access on the website. There's some tutorials as well. So it's free. It's free and it's, and it's yeah. open source. So if you really have the time and you're really interested, you can actually modify it to, to suit a specific yeah. need that you have. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, uh, and as a person who has experienced using the paid software, screen reading software, as well as the free and open source NVDA, I can say that um, NVDA, based on my experience, is as powerful, if not more, the, more powerful than the paid software. Yeah, wow. So mm -hmm. yeah, Julius is giving that information for free guys. So make sure mm -hmm. you are you are uh, you know try you to to really go down on our show notes. So I probably uh, add that on our show notes, Julius. I, I'll note yep. it then out. And for those who are interested, maybe you can check that out and to really dig dive more about the accessibility mm -hmm. stuff. And so you know, um, one we, one mm -hmm. yep, cool. one more yep. thing. Um, if for people who use iOS. Yeah. If you have an iPhone and mm -hmm. a Mac or a Mac or both, you already have a screen reader built in. Yeah. It's called mm -hmm. a voice over screen reader. Gotcha. Um just be careful. If you turn um if you turn it on, one of the biggest challenge of sighted people who are not familiar with screen readers is once they turn it on, it's going to be a challenge to turn it off because the behavior of the phone changes. So highly uh. recommended to um, be aware of how to turn it off first before you turn it on. Get in gotcha. touch with me or Jay Christ. If you yeah, some, for sure. Julius, just reach help. out to Julius, right? So, and, and probably, <laughs> cheers, uh, cheers, yeah, cheers. yeah, actually, the, uh, we have the voice search now, right? So it's kind of more, uh, for, for me, it's kind of really more interesting. So I've, I've dedicated my time to the podcast and most of my traffic comes from a voice search right and uh, oh, yeah. sharing my yeah. voice all over the internet right so mm -hmm. and sharing the missions and visions of mm -hmm. my guests that are really really great content for for filipino audience as well and the creative community and awesome. uh, haha, what's what's your perspective about that is speaking of voice search julius what's your perspective about that voice search Mm -hmm. I can see the, the the benefit of it, especially uh -huh. when you know if I put myself in the shoes of someone who cannot use the keyboard or the mouse. Voice search is going to be very useful for me because I can just vo virtually, uh, verbally, I can just verbally yeah. instruct my computer to you know enter a specific keyword that I want to search for, and there you go. I can, you know, if, if it has the functionality, I can navigate through the information that I need. Mm -hmm. So, you know, putting myself in the, in, the, in the position of someone who cannot use their hands, I can see how beneficial it is. 100%. And I think that's the, it was developing by uh, Amazon, if I'm not mistaken, or Alexa. Uh -huh. uh, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think Siri is already also a, a, you know, a good Free example. For, yeah, for iOS. Yeah. Gotcha. Speech recognition software. And yeah. then Google Google also has it, right? Text-to-speech yes. algorithm. Yes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, we're kind of nerding out with the, <laughs> with the jargon oh, yeah. here for, yeah. for those who are, haven't heard that before. So it's, it's really just uh, making, uh, making the, the, let's say, for example, you are buying a, are buying a grocery item or let's say just just speak to the to the to that app and then it it will automatically add to the cart or maybe you know set up all the necessary workflow for you to be yes. hassle free and then it will just deliver to your door so basically that's uh, that's the main point about it to really make it more easier for the 
for the end user and to be more accessible for 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 especially for PWDs, right? Our yep. our friends in the P, PWD uh, section, yep. right? And uh, yeah, uh, I think Julius, you've, you've you've been sharing a lot of great insights now, and I'm really you know pumped and having some some you know having some copy here while we're talking. And with, with oh, regards yeah. to with regards to the the tools, right? So you mentioned the tools and then the importance of it, and do you have any specific you know process if 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 you want if you don't mind sharing it with regards to to being a consultant or it consultant or accessibility consultant do you have any ex, uh, existing process that you could share for for uh for our friends out there who who want to to really uh go in this the in the in this direction or go in this route like you Hmm? Um, fantastic, fantastic um, question, Jay Christ. The first thing that would be very important is to become familiar with the international guidelines of accessibility. Gotcha. There is a comprehensive document called the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines 2.1. So you can simply search it online. Gotcha. It's a very comprehensive document. And I understand that, you know, when people view it for the first time, they go, ah, because it's very, <laughs> it's very comprehensive. Yeah. Um, as sighted people would react, you know, if, if they see it, the first reaction that they have <laughs> is like, it's so comprehensive. How am I supposed to read all of that? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's the internationally recognized guidelines, set of guidelines. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing that I would recommend. Um, some tips for you, you know, you don't have to finish reading everything. You can just, you yeah. can just <laughs> start with one principle this month because there are four principles under Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. You can just focus on one for the next two months. Um, but I highly, the reason behind that is because the, the accessibility guidelines really give you a clear idea of the specific things that you need to do. If you want to, you know, for, exam for example, if you want to make your content accessible or if you also want to explore the path of becoming an accessibility specialist or accessibility consultant. So that's the first thing. Number two would be to actually use your or explore your web content as people with disabilities would. So the particular technique that you can do right now would be to unplug your mouse and try to access your web content. So if you unplug your mouse, you need to, the, the very important things to remember is to use the tab key, the arrow keys. Uh, tab key moves you from one element to another, links, um, buttons, input fields, and um, option lists. So if you manage to unplug your mouse and explore your web content and you find that you're able to access or activate all of your web content, then that's a huge step for you. You've already yeah. mm -hmm. um, discovered the keyboard accessibility of your content. <clears throat> if you find that there are buttons or clickable elements that you cannot focus on using the keyboard, then, you know, it's a huge eye-opener, hopefully, and then you can, you can start 
working on making it more um, keyboard accessible. The third thing would be to recognize that um, you don't have to do it alone. There are automated checking tools that you can use. Um, these automated checking tools will be very useful um, in terms of identifying the potential accessibility issues that the checking tools will find in your source code. So those are free, free of charge. You don't have to, to pay for them. So that um, it, it all deals with like knowing the international guidelines, recognizing that you already can start testing your content for accessibility, and realizing that there are communities who provide helpful tools for you to guide you along the way. Yeah, and that's the most important uh, part, you know, realizing that uh, there's a support uh, that uh, that is that is that is existing to to really support you or uh, guide you along the way, right? So and Definitely. like what Julius are doing right now, and I'm really really you know grateful to to hear that those processes, those tools, and probably that's that's a really great way to for for anyone who are listening to really start. And I, I'm glad that you uh, that you mentioned that they don't need to really. Uh, read all the comprehensive guide online, right? So, uh, actually, uh, uh, I've read a lot in my early days, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, there's, uh, there's, I, I, I'm, I, um, I realized that uh, confidence uh, builds by doing, right? So you really yes. need to take action. Uh, and right now, at the moment, so I'm, I'm turning 30, 30 years old now, and I pro mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much trying to really minimized my procrastination right so mm. so once i've uh, decided to read a book for on chapter one so i try to implement it so basically that's the main idea of uh, I, I just want to highlight about that to really confidence builds by doing right so thank mm. you for sharing with, with sharing that julius and i really really appreciate it and uh, yeah uh, we, we just uh, you know we just for me, that's uh, you know really invaluable insights from from an accessibility consultant like you, and I, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, uh, people out there that are really want to dig deep on this topic. So and and this is a you know pretty much a comprehensive guide already. But uh, and uh, but you're offering an hour of accessibility, right, Julius? And uh, we we are we are talking about that online and. And uh, and you also mentioned that you have a passion project, uh, project right, or passion business, or if if that mm -hmm. makes sense, uh, yeah. with regards to motivational uh, speaking engagement. You also do that, right? So can can you share a little bit about uh, our accessibility and at the same time the the your passion project for those who might be interested to to really you know contact you or to really. Uh, consult you about it. So, yeah, can you share that? Fantastic. First mm -hmm. of all, Jay Christ, I acknowledge you. I, I appreciate you and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share about the R of accessibility. It's a, it's a Zoom meeting. It's a, it's a virtual meeting between me and you. If you're interested, you know, anybody who is listening, if you're interested and... Um, in making your web content accessible, this is your opportunity to actually see firsthand 
how you know people with disabilities are perceiving your web content. So we it's 60 minutes. We we quick if you need a quick introduction to web accessibility, I'll I'll provide that. But uh, the main focus of the R of accessibility is for me as a person who who has a disability to use my technology, my screen reading technology, to look at your content. And as I am looking at your, I am browsing your content, yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to like echo out. You'll be hearing firsthand. This is the, one of the most interesting aha moments. Yeah, that's a great experience. You'll be hearing <laughs> firsthand what the screen reader is speaking when I'm navigating your content. So you will be hearing examples of images if, you, if for instance your your images do not have text equivalence or text description you're going to hear that firsthand you're going to see how well your your document is structured semantically if you're using the the correct heading tags the screen reader is going to um, echo that out so i will identify the issues i'll explain why why they're a problem why they're going to be a challenge. And then I'm going to provide recommendations, very clear and actionable recommendations in order for you to uh, work on so that um, after the hour of accessibility, you'll have a clear set of changes or modifications that you can perform in your web content in order for it to be, to be more accessible to people with disabilities. I'll also, as, as we go along through the hour of accessibility, I'll also point out some accessibility issues that are not necessarily going to be a challenge for blind people, but will also, be, but will also affect people with other disabilities. So I'm going to also point that out. And after the hour of accessibility, you are going to you are going to leave, basically leave the meeting energized, motivated, and inspired to work on making your content accessible. So that, that is the hour of accessibility. Gotcha. And, and how um, much is this, Julius? So actually, uh, um, I've already signed up to this, and I'm really, really excited with our session. So how much it is, it is for, for those who want to really, uh, or really, uh, who want to reach out to you? Fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um, we are offering an exclusive the design live show price right now. The regular price. Um, I'm hoping that I'm I'm allowed to to make that exclusive price right now here in the design live show. <laughs> that's cool. That's all, that's, that's cool. 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 Fantastic. That's exemption. So, that's that's exempted, right? <laughs> as my way to show how grateful I am to to be able to have this time and as a way for me to appreciate you the listeners um, we are offering us an exclusive the design life show price the regular price of the hour of accessibility is 197 US dollars that's the regular price but right now mm -hmm. we're offering it to you for 17 dollars so for wow. in the amount of for 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 seventeen dollars, you will be able to enjoy peace of mind knowing that you made an effort to know how to make your content accessible to hundreds, of, you know, even millions of people with disabilities. 
you will be able to make sure that you have a clear set of steps yep. to make your content accessible. Yes, yes. Uh, actually, mm -hmm. that's the most important part, the actual actionable steps. So we don't need mm -hmm. to really, you know, spend time, a lot of money to, you know, to really uh, make it more accessible. But uh, with the guide of a consultant like Julius, that would be mm -hmm. really you know, it will it will save you a ton of time. It will save you a ton of money, and then it will really a great investment for for your apps, for your website, or for the business uh, you are doing online. Mm -hmm. And uh, and especially for those entrepreneurs who are really passionate about creating more content, valuable content for to be more accessible. That's a that's a great value bomb from Julius, right? Absolutely. Please. Thank you, Julius, for that. So just mention my name uh, when you reach out to Julius. So he will <laughs> he will guide oh, you yeah. or walk you through about it. So uh, with regards to that, uh, by the way, sorry to sorry to uh, to interrupt you. With regards to accessibility, hour of accessibility. What's the best link or what's the best site that they can uh, reach you out or what's that? What's your channel that they can uh, search online to to reach you about about that? Email me. You can email me, uh, julius.serano at gmail.com. I also have Twitter um, at juliuscharles, uh, twitter.com slash julius, J-U-L-I-U-S-C-H-A-R-L-E-S. Gotcha. And that, that's it. So for those who are interested, I will uh, add that on our show notes below. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Julius, so uh, probably before we wrap up the show, so just to, uh, you know, uh, I, I need to, to really know about your passion project at the moment. And uh, uh, you are building a personal uh, or motivational speak, speaker uh, brand, right? So are you yes. building a, at the moment? Yeah. Is, is it correct? Good. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, do, do you, can you share a little about that? And what's, the, what's your... Uh, What's the status uh, at the moment and how, how they can probably reach you out if they need some, uh, some speaker or they need to, to talk about something that you're really passionate about? Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you for this opportunity, Jay Christ. So very briefly, the, the idea, you know, the, the dream of being, becoming a personal development speaker came from actually from my work as an accessibility consultant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a huge part of what I do is to communicate to people. Um, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to do monthly trainings as an accessibility consultant. So I saw that um, when I'm talking to people about accessibility, half of it turns the technical side, but half of it also involves motivating people, inspiring them gotcha. to take action. Because if they know the technicals, <laughs> the, te the technical accessibility guidelines, if they're familiar with that, but they, you know, you, but you're not able to connect with them at a personal level, then all that learning is really going to be not implemented if they don't have, you know, if, they, if you're not connecting with them emotionally, if you're not connecting with them at the personal level. So there, that's when, you know, I realized that, hey, um, I would like to 
start my career uh, focusing on connecting with people, helping them create transformation, not only in web content, but also in their lives. Because, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it, it lights me up. It's one of my, you know, communication and influence. They're, one of my, they're two of my huge core values of my life. So it aligns with my core values, being able to communicate with people and influence them to be the best version of themselves. And uh, it it lights me up. Um, Every time I do visualization, Mm -hmm. yes, blind person doing visualization, (laughs) believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. So it it lights me up to be able to speak on stage, share Mm -hmm. my experience, share my life story, the, the mistakes that I've made, the struggles that I've uh, managed to overcome and the aha moments and the light, the lessons, the lessons that I've acquired mm-hmm. through my life. It yeah. lights me up, man. 100%. So that's yeah. how, mm-hmm. yeah, how, that's how it started. So I realized that, you know, dreaming about it is one thing, doing action is another. So, you know, um, late last year, I decided to, you know, start very small, just setting up a Facebook mm-hmm. page. I mean, that's a huge action for me, inviting people to, to like the page, to create, you know, a, 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 a small and loyal community. Um, Facebook.com slash Julius gotcha. Serrano Speaker. Yeah, you can gotcha. kindly add that in the show notes below. So yeah, yeah. Um, right now, what I'm doing, um, if you're interested, I mean, this new normal has, you know, has been a challenge, but, you mm-hmm. know, there are like blessings that came from it because we realized that most of the work that you do can actually be done virtually Uh, Mm -hmm. you can you can work from home so you know you can actually a lot of the speaker friends that i have say that all of their most of their speaking opportunities and engagements have been canceled those you know especially the even the established ones Mm -hmm. however you know they realize that you know you could go virtual you can do this. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, even in this, you know, this podcast, we're, we're connecting. I'm, I'm at the other end of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm and, still uh, able yeah. to have. And I will, I will t- testify the positive energy of Julia. So it's, it's really, oh, yeah. you know, for, for me, it's really, uh, it's light me up as well, dude. Thank you so much for sharing your uh, creative journey, your awesome. life stories, awesome. your design mm-hmm. life stories for, for the TDLS audience. And that's really that really mm-hmm. means a ton for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, before we wrap up the show to really uh, uh, to really end the show now and this episode, this great episode, oh, yeah. and I'm really really grateful for you, Julius, uh, to be on the podcast or to drop by on the podcast. What's your best practical advice for for those who are listening for uh, in a macro level, right? So what's your best practical advice for them? It's all about when you mentioned about the 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 conf, um, building confidence. It's all gotcha. about if if there's one thing that I could leave you, it's all about compet the competence confidence um, loop. Gotcha. If you if you're waiting for confidence, it's not going to come. <laughs> if you're waiting yeah. for the day when you wake up and you have confidence, it may not ever come. Be aware of that. But if you do small things and experience, you know, small bits of success and celebrate those pieces of success. Um, 
it is going to build up your motivation and your confidence. So rather than waiting for your confidence, do something, take any action. You know, the mere, the mere act of getting up, that's a success already. Because, you know, some people don't manage to get up yeah. in the morning. And then, you know, uh, creating a list and checking the, the activities that you've already accomplished in your list, that builds confidence, that builds, um, that builds motivation. So it's all about the confidence, the competence confidence loop and how it is going to change your life as a creative, as a provider of valuable content to, be, to the people that you serve. Yeah, thank you so much, Julius, for that. And I think that's really powerful. And uh, I really love that, uh, uh, that, uh, that uh, you know, that statement. And I think that's really, you know, the key, right, at the moment, because there's a lot of negativity uh, that's oh, going yeah. on right now. And, to, and uh, I think we need to really focus on what really matters, right? So what really matters for our growth, what really matters for our life, what really matters for our business, so whatever you are really passionate about, just you know, just just discern what what really important, and I think that's the most uh, the, the most uh, piece of advice that we can highlight from Julius. All right. So again, man, thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast, and for those who are listening, you can check all the things that we talk about, all the links that you need on our show notes below. So by the way, the podcast is available on Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Alexa Podcasts, SoundCloud, or wherever you are listening at. So, uh, whatever platform uh, are you are you are listening, that's the, probably you can just search the Design Live Show, and you will you will see all the free episode, uh, the great episodes, including this with Julius. And if you want to learn more about uh, my you know my mission or uh, my guest mission or other guests that I've been. Uh, that draft by on the podcast, you can go to the designliveshow.com. That's the designliveshow.com, and you will, you know, you will see all the the past episode and then the, the latest episode, including this with Julius. So that's it. Again, Julius, I'm really, really grateful for having you on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward for our for the hour of accessibility session with you. Thank you again, man. Thank you very much, Jay Christ, and blessings on your day, everyone. And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast. And I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristteves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls. And you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jchristteves.com. And you can book a call today. I don't buy it. Just let me know, guys. So the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode. And however you support my message, uh, how, however small that is, 
more than enough and it means the world to me. So thank you so much and see you again next time.